Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 228 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast with your host, me, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, live 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are live over on Facebook, live on Instagram, over at Comic Anthony D. And as always, the podcast is available at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast, also available on Stitcher, uh, Spotify, basically every pod- podcast platform, also iTunes, and very important, while you're on iTunes, five-star rate and review. Love seeing those reviews, love sharing them on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. That is you. Uh, there is the bonus episode, the This Is Us episode, is up on Patreon. You can listen to it over at patreon.com slash Podcast, as well as the other p- bonus episodes that are over there. Each month, the bonus episode will come to you live on, uh, not well, not live on Patreon, but it records live over at patreon.com slash Podcast. Built Bar has got the new mint chocolate uh, flavor out, the grasshopper, I think they call it. It tastes like uh, a Thin Mint, and I am a big fan of Thin Mints. You definitely got to check these out. Go over to BuiltBar.com, use code WWBROPODCAST. Save yourself at least 10% off your order. Sail Away Coffee is the best coffee out there. Best nitro brew. My buddy Rich, who gave me my uh, 90210 DVD set, he sampled some Sail Away and told me it was that good. He was very happy with the purchase. You can check it out over at sailawaycoffee.com. Use code WWBRO10. You will save 10% off your order. As always, the John Ziegler GoFundMe is live in my link tree over at Comic Anthony D. As you know, my buddy John Ziegler uh, battling cancer, getting back on his feet. So give what you can, when you can, if you can. And we got some good news. Uh, his scans this month were clean, uh, this this round. So um, just it really is, you know, you think about living like, you know, one day at a time or you never know what's going to happen. Um and he, he continues to just do amazing things. And he recorded his special, John Ziegler, getting my affairs in order. So definitely look for that soon. Um, of course, I'll be talking about it when it's here. And also, um, we're going to have him on the podcast soon, too, because I would love to hear his story. So, uh, again, once again, live in my link tree over at Comic Anthony D. We're, we're back here, like I said, Monday. I was talking to the Facebook Live people. Um, not you guys, of course. I'm thinking about you guys listening to this on a podcast listening device. But we're back Monday, regular time. Last week was Memorial Day, so I did the podcast. If you watch live, I apologize. It, it We did do it earlier in the day because I was going over to my brother's for a barbecue. And I didn't want to leave at like 6.30, 7 o'clock to come home. You know, it turns out I was there till like 9 o'clock, so it worked out good. You don't want to miss a, a barbecue at my brother's house if you're ever invited to one. Uh, the food was absolutely amazing. Not the most on-program food, but definitely holiday barbecue-worthy and absolutely delicious. One of my favorite things he made was bologna burnt ends. I don't know if you can really fathom what that is, but bologna, like if you ever had burnt ends, but it's bologna, it was cut up, he cooks it in his pit barrel smoker and it had like the spicy barbecue sauce on it. It was absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, I would, uh, I could eat that every day. And last week I kind of did. And then he made these smoked Chinese, uh, barbecue spare ribs. 
you know, think about the boneless bear ribs you get when you go to a Chinese place. Picture like a regular rib like that. It was it was just so good. The food, the food's always good at my brother's. You never not eat well when you're there. And it was just a good a good holiday, you know. Um, it was nice. The weather was awesome, so we were hanging outside, smoked a few cigars, and uh, just enjoyed myself. And I actually got to go in his pool on Tuesday. That's right, I did go. I know I was talking about not wanting to go in and, and really that stuff, but I did go swimming on Tuesday because it was like 100 degrees here. My brother said to me, he goes, what does it take for you to get into that water? I said, it's got to be like, like 92 degrees. And he's like, well, it's 90 today. I go, well, almost there. And it was 92 degrees, and I went in. And it was just me and my niece. We went swimming. We had, we had a fun time. And my brother's water, the pool is, is, is awesome. It's a saltwater pool, so it's, it's much different than chlorine. It was the first time I think I was in a saltwater pool. Um, and it just it, the water feels even better. So I'll definitely be swimming more and more. Uh, just not really too comfortable in front of a lot of people. Underst- you know, it's got to be, you know, I'm sure they're the only one for people have that. Insecurity as well, but you know, I'll get over it eventually. Um, I guess just with the weight gain over the last year and a half, I was, you know, I was in a good place. And I was talking about this with a couple of friends. Like, yeah, when I was down my to my lowest, I say, well, I was still heavy, but like I felt good about myself and I, and I was happy where I was. And like, you know, it's not about like what you weigh, it's how you feel at that weight. And right now at this weight, I don't feel too good so of course that's why we're gonna keep on trying to knock it off but what I meant was like you know when I was getting back into swimming again like you know going in people's pools and because I was comfortable with myself and I was confident and I gotta get that back you know that's something we all struggle with and you know listen if you listen to this podcast (laughs) it's been so much up and down because you know that's me right now that's that's my life it's I'm with this stuff it's it's constant juggling act up and down, you know, and I'm, I guess you're, if you're tired, you're probably tired of hearing about it as much as I'm tired of talking about it, but it is, you know, it's just what's going on with with me right now. I really got back on in April. I had a great April and May was like my finest half hour. There may have been some cake like things happening here and there or more often than not may have tracked some days Maybe I didn't, you know, just, it was, um, a mushad month, but that's okay though, because there's always another chance to get back on track. And, and I know that, you know, I I talk about wrestling a lot and I draw a lot of comparisons and I, I find a lot of inspiration in professional wrestling. Um, but last night I was very inspired. I was actually I, I was really taken back by the performance that Cody Rhodes put on. Now, if you don't know Cody Rhodes, he's Dusty Rhodes' son. And, you know, it's a whole history with him. You can Google it and, and take a look. He's really come into his own, and he's back in the WWE now after going and helped start AEW. Um, he, he was scheduled to main event the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view with Seth Rollins. And I think Saturday... When he was working out, he tore his pec muscle, uh, his right pectoral muscle, like right off the bone. So the the news hit the internet, and like, what are they going to do? And he's like, he's wrestling. So now you start thinking, like, is this what they call him wrestling a work? Is it a work? Are they, are they working the crowd? Is this is this real? 
Is he really injured or is it like for the storyline? Um, he came to the ring last night and he pulled off his jacket. I've never seen a bruise like this in my life. It was dark purple on his right chest going down his arm. Just Google Cody Rhodes, torn pack, hell in the cell. It made me happy that I don't have pecs. I have man boobs. There's no muscle here. It's just man boob. So I can't pull it. I can mush it only. And you're not going to get that bruise. So I'm safe. I'm not going to pull my pec muscle. It, it was, it looked pain. It looked so painful. Because so I know like when I have a bruise, if I just touch it, it hurts. I can't imagine like what this is. And now going to go wrestle. And listen, you know, wrestling is predetermined. Of course, it's uh but it's very physical. You're, 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 you're falling down, you're jumping, you're falling into things, you're crashing into things. He put on this this amazing, amazing display last night. It was the most gutsiest match I've ever seen from somebody. I became, I'm such a fan of his already, and I became even more of a fan of his last night. That's old school. You know, if you, if you, you know who his father is, Dusty Rhodes. That's something his father would have done. And now you should never try to hurt yourself more. I mean, be always be safe. But he was like, "Listen, I'm in the main event. This is on me. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. You know, fill my obligation." And he put on a hell of a show. And you know, me always looking for that motivation. I'm always looking for that. Yeah, correlation. Like, what, what can I? What can I grab from it? I guess it's like anybody who's feels like they're beat up from this. From anything. I mean, you think about the last few years have been hard on, on a lot of people for many different reasons. Pandemic aside, especially now, you know, uh, we talked about it last week. Gas prices are up. Food prices are up. um, The inflation, you know, people got bigger worries, you know, than before, you know, with money and stuff like that and, out of, you know, got to feed their families and just, you know, get to work and, and everything like that. You feel beat up, you know, a lot of the time. You're trying to put it all together. And I just took that correlation like, hey, listen, I'm, I feel beat up with this journey. I feel like I don't know how much more I have to give sometimes. And here's a guy with his pectoral muscle torn right off the bone and he's in there having a match, you know, a top-tier match, and he's giving it everything he's got, and you can see the pain on his face. And it got me like, okay, listen, I'm I'm not 100%, you know, but I'm here. I'm going to fight. I want this. And I know I could do it. You just, just have to do it. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine today. She went back onto WW. And like many people, when they do start this program again, listen, the, the WW, the program changes every two years. And, you know, people can get overwhelmed with that. And it seems different, but it's really not. It's the, the basics of it. And that's what I was telling them. The basics of this program and probably most weight loss programs. You got to track your food. You got to weigh it. And you got to measure it. And you got to have portion control. You know, you think about it, it's not, 
It's not rocket science. Eat less, eat better foods in the correct portion. You know, it's not saying deprive yourself. It's not what I'm saying. You still, if you want to, you know, have the donut, have the donut. But you got to hold yourself accountable for it. You know, if you have that, you got to take it from something else. And I, I, I thought about, I was thinking about that. You know, because whenever, and here's the thing, maybe because this program is not tailored for a guy like me. Maybe WW is not the program, you know, for a guy who's got to lose, you know, over 200 pounds. And at one point I was down over 200 pounds. So it worked, but I also worked very hard for that. I'm not taking anything away from myself or the program. What I'm saying is when I put my points in, when I put my, my stats, my height, my weight, my age, my gender, I get, I get, a, I get a, sh- a shit ton of points. I got a lot of points. I don't touch that. Because I do eat a lot of what they call zero-point foods. I do enjoy a lot of vegetables, fruits. And I'm, I'm not going to eat if I'm not hungry. I'm not going to stuff myself. I'm not just going to eat to get those points. So I, I don't think that the program sometimes is tailored for a guy like me. But the other side of that is I love this program. I, I always have. This has always been the program that I've felt really comfortable on that I feel like I could, I could do that's doable. I've tried a lot of other things and yeah, out of the gate, they're great, but I burn out on it. I tried fasting. I burn out on it. Calorie counting. I burn out on it. With WW, I, I guess because I've been doing it for so long, I mean, realistically on and off, since 2003, so we're coming up on 20 years. You know, it, it just, it's it's home. And not that I don't think that anything else would work. I just know for me, this is what I want to do. And this is what I feel comfortable doing. And what I feel comfortable giving everything to. You know, um... Got a comment here. Brian uh, asked, do I ever contemplate weight loss surgery? Yes, all the time. And I have friends who are very successful at weight loss surgery. I mean, I, I talk about John Arpino all the time, Jarp's Journey on Instagram, who's one of my best friends. And I, I couldn't be more proud of this guy. He works so hard. He's lost over 300 pounds. He had the surgery. But I think, and this is going to go back to what I said before, John would have lost 300 pounds no matter what he did. The, the, the kid just works. He works harder than anybody. He puts in the work. So whatever he chose to do, whatever avenue he went down, he would have had that success. And I had that with WW. I was, on, I was well on my way to losing 300 pounds on WW. I got in my way. It wasn't a program. It wasn't, you know... I got to a point, now I got to do something else. No, it was me. It was my head. It was me who held myself back. I threw myself off my game. I, you know, and I take full responsibility for that. I don't blame anything. I don't blame a program for it. A program is just that. It's it's an outline. You got to take it. You got to run with it. You know, I can give you all the tools to build something. I could say, go build, you know, mailbox 
Here's the wood. Here's the nails. Give you the instructions. You don't follow those instructions. You do what you want. You're not going to get the finished product. If you take time, you, you put work into it, it comes out right. Same thing with weight loss. I tell you one thing, the surgery does scare me. Um, just because surgery scares me in general. And because I know I could do this. But, you know, I don't take anything away from it. I'm not one of those people that say it's cheating or it's like, you know, easy way out because I have so many friends that are successful on it that work harder than anybody else that I know. And it's, they would have been successful doing anything. It's a tool. That's just, you know, like anything else. You got to set yourself up for success. You got to, you know, and that's what I, I did. I was like, you know what? Saturday, I, I, I slept in a little bit, but I didn't sleep until like 11, like 1130. Like I usually do. I half the day's gone already. I got up early and I went food shopping. Well, first I went cigar shopping and, you know, essentials. Um, but Trader Joe's is right across the street. So it's, it's actually on the right hand side when I was coming down. So I turned into the cigar place first that I went to Trader Joe's. Um, and I got, you know, the staples of healthy foods that I like to have in the house that I know set me up for success. Like one of the things that I, I must have in the house when I'm on my program is cauliflower rice and the cauliflower rice stir fry. I love it. I, I mix it with everything. I'll make like in the, even like, you know, for, for breakfast, I'll mix it with some veggies and polenta with eggs. You know, it's. I, that's one of my things that I like to have in the house. And so I, I bought a bunch of that. I got my fruit, my apples, my, my blueberries, uh, bananas, grapes. Those are my main staples of fruit that I like to have in the house. Um, I got my meat, my chicken. I had steak tonight for dinner, you know, so I got everything that I like to eat. And Sunday, you know, when I got home from my brothers, I made sure that all my food was made and ready to bring to work with me today. Because, like, you know, my, I, to me, that that sets me up for a lot of success. You know, my breakfast was there, my lunch, my snacks. I didn't have to wonder what I was going to eat. I had to wonder about, like, you know, oh, what am I going to have for lunch? What am I have for breakfast? Because that's dangerous for me. Because if I don't have a plan, when I stop to get my coffee, there'll be a cake-like thing in the bag. A couple of cake-like things. And I'm off to the bad start. And then for lunch, I, I you know, it, it just when I, it just snowballs for me. I need a plan. If I have the food, I'll just eat that food. I can't be loved to, to wander or wonder, you know, on my own what I'm going to eat because it's, it's just not good. So when I have that with me, I just eat that. And I start thinking to myself, like, too, like, I just bought that food. I spent a lot of money. I'm not going to waste it. You see those memes of, like, you know, something rotting. And it's like, you know, like a, like a zombie or something. And it's like the lettuce in your fridge, like, watching you eat, like, you know, fast food or Burger King or something like that. To me, that in, I, when that happens, it, it drives me insane because, you know, the price of food is going up. I don't have money to throw away like that. I didn't win the lottery this weekend. I did win some money on some games, but that's not enough to where I could let just food rot. 
I bet against the Rangers on Sunday. I'm going to do it again tomorrow. So I'm an Islander fan, so. I bet against the Rangers, that's right. Sorry, Ranger fans out there. I didn't mean to uh, bet against your team, but whatever. We'll get back to the point. Um, the point is that you got you to, by betting, bet on yourself. Instead of giving up, you know, you, you got to know how good winning feels. I know how good winning feels. I won for a long time on this program. I, I won for a long time on this. And I know where I was, and I know how good that feels, and I know what it takes now to get back to that. And I can't wait to get back to it. But, you know, we have things that get in our, you know, get in our way. And for me, what really was a, a big factor last year and a half, I started having trouble with anxiety. I started getting in my own head. I, I started, you know, and it, it's... It's something that I deal with. It's something that I, you know, I hope, look, I mean, I should go to a therapist. I mean, let's be honest. Am I going to do it? Uh, probably not. I'm very thick-headed. Um, I've been to therapy in the past. I feel like they don't believe me when I'm talking to them. I, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm setting my ways and that, you know, I try to deal with it on my own. And sometimes that's just not a good thing. And it happened this weekend. But I got back from food shopping on Saturday. It started kicking in. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go to my brother's. I'll hang with the kids. And I'll be okay. I'll have, a, you know, I'll have some cigars. We'll be okay. I'm going to go to the cigar lounge tonight. Turns out, you know, my brother had some place to go. I was only there for a little while. I came back home, made dinner, and it just started building. Same thing Sunday. I woke up, I had breakfast, and I, you know, I, I got ready, and I went to my brother's later, a little later on. Um, they weren't really around during the day, and it just it started building when I was home. And you know, I'm I'm stressed about a, a few other things, you know, um, just with, again like so I talked about already, like life and and stuff like that, and other things play into it. Whatever, whatever, whatever your, your trigger is, whatever it is, sometimes you don't have one; it just happens. Um, but when I got home last night, after I had cooked and, and everything, I, I started watching television, and then it, it started coming back a little more. To where, like, I was actually scared last night going to sleep. Sometimes it hits you, like, when you go to bed. But finally, I fell asleep. I woke up, and, and I just felt it at work today. Like, my, my nerves were just shaky. And I was driving home. And as most most time, uh, most time days driving home, I, I, I call my friend... Uh, Tracy Carnazzo and you know we we have our girl talk and um, yeah she she didn't pick up so I just you know I I know she's gonna call me back and as I was driving it started more and then when she called back it finally was the point where I was like I started getting like a little I felt like I was about to get I was getting lightheaded and she's like pull over I'm gonna FaceTime you you're okay and she did you know and it's I'm very lucky to have the support system I have and the friends I have, the family I have that are always have my back. And she kept on telling me, you're okay, you're okay. But it, when, you, when you're when you in the middle with dealing with that anxiety, you don't feel okay. You know, she kept on like saying, no, you're, you're, you're okay. 
Like you're, I, I see your face. You're okay. You know, just look, you know, breathe at me. And I, I pulled it over for a couple of minutes and I drove home and I just sat in the car with the windows down and just the breeze felt nice. And, and I, you know, then I feel a million times better now. I don't have that, that anxious feeling, you know, sometimes it has to happen. It's just, it's gotta happen. And I had like, you know, a little bit of an anxiety attack and, We'll move forward to part of the expression that I use for you know for the podcast and everything, but it's a real thing, and I and I I don't want to get on a soapbox here. Um, but people just you know, anxiety, mental illness, all this stuff is real, and the more we ignore it, the more it's not going to go away. As I say that, as I don't go to therapy and deal with it, but you know. Just if you have, just talk to somebody. And to me, I, Tracy is one of my best friends in the whole wide world. One of my favorite people on this planet. And I could always go to her and she's got a very calming way of, of getting me back into to where I am. And we start joking and making, you know, making fun of my, you know, myself and stuff like that. And that always helps as well as comics. That's what we do. But yeah, no, it's it's a scary thing when it happens. And I used to wear a Fitbit, and my my, my father used to yell at me all the time to take to throw the thing out, um, because I would like be obsessed with my heart rate. And I was checking my heart rate while you know this was happening, and my heart rate was like steady; it wasn't beating fast; it was regular. So she's like, "Yeah, if you know, it's like it's not a heart attack. You're okay. Your heart's beating regular. It's it's your." You're stressed out. You're having an anxiety attack or beginnings of one. And I started thinking too, like, you know, getting back into a workout routine would probably help. Um, some kind of, you know, exercise. And that's the next step because I, again, physically, I want to be stronger. I, I want to, and I know that one hand washes the other, you know, you, you get on with the physical, the eating part of it is, it just comes hand in hand and it works in a nice little motion of losing weight. So maybe I'll, uh, I'll look at some gym memberships again, see what I can afford. What's out there. Maybe go back to planet fitness, the purple gym, people knock it, but you know, it's, it's inexpensive. It serves its purpose. I don't like, and that's the whole reason why it's there is because people have, Fucking gym snobs. And I'm sorry to use that word, but like, I hate when people bash Planet Fitness. Because for people like me, or I was before I even started anything, it was a safe place for me to go. Where I didn't feel like people were, you know, judging me. <laughs> you know, that's it, called the judgment-free zone. But like anybody who looks down on a gym because they feel they're above it, then go work out in another gym. Do me a favor. You know, I just, I don't, I don't like that. So I'm going to go check that out. That's going to be part of my, uh, that's going to be part of my thing. You know, check out the, um, the gym and see what they're doing. They're running any specials or something like that. I got to get back onto something. On a lighter note, Brian, I like the lighter note here. We're going to talk about that. Friday was national donut day. Did I celebrate? Uh, yes, I had a donut. I, I did. I had a uh, a cornbread donut from Dunkin' Donuts. 
Uh, it was it's absolutely delicious. I love cornbread. It reminds me of the cornbread in King Cullen when I used to work there. And I talked about it on a previous episode, but that's what I, I chose to celebrate with. Um, and I always posted my uh, my whole less traveled shirt, the joke I used to do, and eating the the donut that's on on this t shirt. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm a I donut is my favorite kind of cake like thing, and it's it's scary, but I got to stay away from it for a little while. So we had our last uh, last fling this weekend. And with that being said, just going to build off of what I did today into tomorrow and just try to keep it going. I want to thank everybody who joined us here on Instagram Live, Facebook Live, and everybody listening at home on your podcast listening devices. This has been episode 228 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast with me, your host, Anthony Domenico. As always, the podcast available Monday nights live, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Facebook, Instagram. But as always, the podcast available at anchor.fm slash Podcast. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. Check it out. My best friend Nick wrote this song. It's available on iTunes. And while you're there, check out his new band, Demon Scar, dropping music every month. They also got a live album, Live at Beery's. Check it out, demonscar.bandcamp.com. Long Island, only one place to go for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show, and then get yourself an Uncle Cheese. It is the best sandwich out there. Not just saying it because it's named after me. It really is that good. Check out finsdeli.com. Once again, I want to thank everybody who joined us on Facebook, Instagram, everybody listening at home on your podcast, listening devices. This has been episode 228. I will talk to you later. Have a good one.